You're listening to Literally, the podcast where you literally get a complete behind the scenes peek at a one-on-one business coaching relationship and the transformation that unfolds over the course of six months. I'm your host, Lacey Seitz, business mentor and success coach and the founder of A Lit Up Life. These are recordings of actual coaching sessions with one of my clients where you get to experience her journey right along with her and gain insight into building your own lit up life and the business that you desire. Hello, everyone. Welcome to our wrap up session of season six. So crazy. I was just reflecting as I was jumping on here. I was like, I feel like I just did a wrap up session with Erica. Like, how does this feel so close? And then I was like, oh, duh, it actually is <laughs> close. <laughs> so that that makes a lot of sense. But um, as you guys know, Michelle and I recorded before both of our maternity leaves and started quite early. So you're hearing this a bit later. But regardless, we are so excited that you guys finally have gotten to hear the whole season and are really excited to just bring you this wrap up. So thank you for being here, Michelle. Yay, I'm so excited. And also it's just like the most bittersweet thing ever. (laughs) Yes, totally. It's so, it's so odd, right? Like, and I'm like about to go on maternity leave in like, what, a couple weeks? Ah, And you're you're gonna have a baby. I'm so excited for you. You're shortly thereafter. It's just a lot going on, right? Crazy town. Well, and I feel like the season was also fast tracked because we did all of our calls in five months because of maternity leave. So we were just like, Making the things happen. Yep, totally. So good. All right. So we'll just dive in and, and you know, you tell me if there's anything you uh, particularly want to focus on or add, but I'm just going to ask you some questions just so everybody can kind of get perspective on, I think, what it's like to be part of this in, a, in the way that you are. Like, I think it's so weird sometimes listening to the podcast because it's like, we're not referencing the podcast, do you know? Yeah. I mean, I guess here and there, but like- Occasionally we break uh, the fourth wall. Yeah. (laughs) Yeah, yeah, yeah. But it's like really helpful just to be like, but what was it like actually like even behind that? And it's also so interesting because I think it's like the conversation of transparency where it's like, yes, I think literally is like one of the most transparent things out there. And still it's not everything. Mm -hmm. It's not the base camp notes. It's not everything about how you feel about the podcast. It's not like- all of it. So I think mm-hmm. this is just like a cool way to look at it in different lens. Yeah, mm-hmm. for sure. Good. Okay. So tell me overall, like how, how would you say this process has been? And like, I know you listen to every season of literally before this. So coming into it, was it what you thought it was going to be like coming into it? Was it different? Like, tell us a little bit about that. Um. Yeah. I mean, I feel like I had a pretty good sense of like, what I was getting into and signing up mm-hmm, for and mm-hmm. like, you know, having listened to the seasons and like different seasons broke the fourth wall in different ways. So I like learned yeah. little like bits and pieces along the way of like what to expect. Um, Cause I know like one of the conversations we had was like about having screens on. Cause I was like, I will not be able to yeah. focus <laughs> if I don't have yeah, a human yeah. to look at. Uh, my little like ADD brain will just start wandering. Um, so in a lot of ways, it was what I expected. I I know that we talked about this on the like live stream that we did together of how um, I was really nervous in the beginning, right? Like I felt like this pressure to like perform. And I will say, I feel that in all the like coaching containers that I've entered yeah, yeah. in terms of like, for me wanting to like 
get the most value out of it and like really show up and all of that. Um, But then there was also this like second piece of like, is the audience going to get like, is the like Mm -hmm. listenership going to get something out of this and just really leaning into the trust of like, okay, if I'm getting something out of this, then there's going to be something in there for me. And it helps that like the first episode just came out last week. And so I was able to listen to it and I was like, wow, there's a lot of good stuff in here. And obviously it's my coaching coaching (laughs) session. So there's that. But um, even just hearing folks like, you know, say like, wow, there was a lot here for me too, or I can really resonate even though like our lives look really different. And so that was just a beautiful reminder. But obviously I did not have that evidence when we started. I just had to trust. Um, and so I think that was a really big part of it too. Do you think it was beneficial? Like sometimes I want, I think about this as I'm about to approach having a baby, right? Is like, is it better to know or not know? And so what I mean by Mm. that is like, was it, do you think it served you that you'd listened to so many seasons and you kind of like felt clear on what you were getting into? Or do you think it almost would have been more helpful if you like didn't have all that context? Honestly, like I think for my personal decision-making process, it was helpful for me to know what I was getting into because it really let me feel into like, is this right for me? Does it feel aligned? And like, I mean, the the small details of it at the end of the day don't matter so much as like, I'm a big person or a big like advocate of like just sharing my story and putting it out there Mm -hmm. and seeing a lot of value. And like when I share my story and the lessons learned from it, folks get something out of that. And that's literally like how I show up in my business. Um, And I actually had coffee with some guy friends this morning and even they like reflected that back to me, which I just felt was like so sweet. Like I was like, oh guys, you're paying attention. I didn't even know. Cause I, you know, I speak to women and and of course, so I was like, ah, this is really sweet. Um, And so, yeah, I think in some ways it was helpful, but really at the end of the day, it was more of like, do my values align with what you're yeah. doing? And the answer was like, definitely yes. And then there was the piece of like, and could I see myself doing that? Like, what does this like yeah. entail? What does it involve? Um, and so, yeah, I do think it was helpful to like know some of the pieces. And I think honestly, that made me like more interested and more excited to be part of it. Yeah. Um, but I like, I don't know, it's hard to answer in hindsight, right? Because I did have of all the pieces. Totally. Uh, no, I think that that makes sense. So to me, I typically prefer it when someone has at least listened to, you know, a, a couple seasons or something, because I do feel like it does help with the decision making, like you're saying, like in terms of like, hey, this is what you're getting into. Does that mm-hmm. still feel good and aligned and all of that? So I, I, I very much like typically agree with that, but it's good to hear that from you. Yeah. Well, and I didn't really have like a ton of questions either about like the process. Yeah. And I knew like, okay, well, like one request I want to make to Lacey is like, can we have our videos on and obviously make mm-hmm. sure that if I make facial expressions, which I make many, <laughs> y'all have <laughs> done all the facial expressions that we like yeah. at least try to describe them for folks. Um, but yeah. So good. All right. So what do you feel like has been your biggest lesson? Oof. Just one? Um, uh Gosh, so many things. I mean, I, I think we talked a That's lot okay. about you don't have to give we talked a lot about <laughs> momentum, right? And like how valuable that piece is mm-hmm. in addition to like the end result. And so funny because like this is the thing I got caught up in in my infertility journey too, right? Mm-hmm. It was like, 
oh, it's all about the baby. The baby brings the happiness and like the baby is the success. But like when, and like we talked about this in our last session too, like when you can really redefine success and see it as the small wins along the way or how we talked about it as like the level of vulnerability you're bringing to a thing or however you define that, like it really does change everything. And then you can like Mm -hmm. look back at the exact same experience and be like, I feel totally differently about that now. And so like for me in my infertility journey, that looked like creating meaning in the process by taking lessons from it as opposed to just waiting for an end result, which felt really forever and far away. And Mm -hmm. so like being reminded to like do that in my business and even just like the parallels of all the lessons, right? Of like, okay, what do I teach on? What do I, what have I learned there? How can I bring this into this business space and like deepen into that has been a really huge part of this process and experience. And there's just been like a lot of trusting. It's always about the trusting, Mm -hmm. right? That like, it all works out that it's all working in my favor that like the people are finding their way to me and in the moments it can feel like forever in a lifetime right and then like the next thing you know you're like i have a new client like here we are yeah uh, so yeah i think it's so helpful cuz you know sometimes i think when we come into business it's so easy to feel like we know nothing almost. Mm-hmm. Do you know what I mean? Like it feels just like oh this is like blank slate i i don't know what i don't know i don't know anything and i think that that is what puts a lot of entrepreneurs like chasing their like proverbial tail kind of thing, you know, because it feels like there's just always something I don't know. But when you can kind of draw those parallels to like, wait, I've mastered this in other ways or I've like really come through this in other areas. And so I know enough to apply it. I think that's where it gets really empowering and where we kind of stop feeling like everyone knows something we don't. We're like, oh, wait, I kind of do know the secret. I just have to like lean into it, right? Yes. And it shows up in like the macro and the micro. Like even, Mm -hmm. you know, speaking of like full transparency, right? Like we're still working together in base camp and like I've been putting together a new offer and I like felt that like, well, I don't know what I'm doing here, right? And like Mm -hmm. we were like talking about pricing for it and you like encouraged me (laughs) to like really pay attention to like how that was valuing my time and energy, and mm-hmm. so it's just so funny how like that literally shows up in in everything we do at every level. Yep. A hundred percent. So good. All right. So what well, I mean, these are like two separate questions, but feel free to lead with either. But what okay. was the best part and then what was the most difficult part? Mm. Oh gosh. Um I think the best part honestly has been been like seeing it all come together. Like it was so mm-hmm. fun to like do the live stream with you and like watch the launch happening and get to see people like respond and react and be so excited. And like, it, it just felt really special to get to share both my entrepreneurship journey and my infertility journey Mm -hmm. in this like really unique, different way. And I'm just like, ah, this is like so aligned with who I am as a human that like, it just, it, it just like feels really exciting. Cause obviously like we've been recording these sessions for months now, but um, it was really, really fun to like see it all come together and see how it's not just served me and like how it's going to continue to serve me because I listened to the first episode and like basically redid a bunch of the exercises. (laughs) Yeah, you redid all the exercises, (laughs) exactly. And like it was so fun to see like how different like they felt and like how I experienced them differently and like how I had grown and like to get some of the same reminders. And so it's like the gift that keeps on giving. And now it's like doing that for other humans too. And I'm like, that's just so special. 
I think what's really cool though there to just like stop and give you credit for a minute is that you're you're using that to mm-hmm. have that reflection. You know, it's it's would be super easy for you to just not do that, honestly. Mm-hmm. Like it would be super easy to just be like, oh great, now it's out there. Cool, my part's done kind of thing. But to be able to actually be like, wait, let me listen to this. Let me redo this. Let me see how far I've come. Let me actually like reflect on that. Like that's like pretty amazing. Mm-hmm. And I don't think everyone uses the podcast opportunity to do that. So I think that's really something to give yourself credit for. Oh, thank you. Yeah. I, it's funny because like it really does feel like the most exciting piece. And it's like getting to share it with the humans is like what mm-hmm. also feels really special. And like it's been fun to share it with like both like your community and my entrepreneur friends, but also with like my community who's like maybe mm-hmm. not as in, I mean, some of them might be because they might be like, oh, can I start a, a business around this? Right? Sure. Yeah. Yeah. But for a lot of them, just even being able to be like, hey, I'm going to listen to these episodes and give you a sense of like when to tune in if you just want to hear about our like the raw unscripted version yeah. of how I was feeling going into our transfer, like how I was processing that with my coach. And so even mm-hmm. that is super special too. And so, yeah, yeah it's like, content reusing but like on a like joy high (laughs) (laughs) I love that well so so then what was the most difficult part because I feel like in some ways it's a both and probably right Mm. um the most difficult part I was gonna say my dog's barking (laughs) (laughs) my unruly animal my unruly animal um I mean I think there was like I actually so I felt so just like for transparency's sake, I definitely felt anxiety around the lunch too. And I remember messaging mm-hmm. you being like, oh my gosh, my anxiety is so like a high. And like, and it was like that feeling of like overexcitement to the point where you're like, wait, are these like coffee jitters or am I like beyond? <laughs> yeah. Did I go too far? Like have I had too much? Anxious versus excitement. It gets yeah. a little and dicey. I, and I, Erica talked about this a little bit too, about kind of that vulnerability hangover of like, oh, this yeah. is really out there now. Like, ooh. Um, so there was a little bit about a little bit of that, but like I wouldn't necessarily say that was the hardest part. I think like I had to release some of that like perfectionism expectation, which is something that you know I think I'm gonna have to do in every space and at every level. Um, yeah. And I had to do that with the podcast too, and um, definitely just like re- allowing myself to like relax into it. And like it's funny because I remember how nervous I was in the first session, but like listening to it. I don't know that you could really tell that. And like, no, yeah, like yeah. Even, mm. even like when the dog started barking, like I couldn't even really tell, like, but inside I was like, <laughs> I was like, oh, well, like I've already ruined it. It's terrible. Um, <laughs> so, yeah. And so I think like the hardest part was just like giving myself so much grace through that process. Too. Yeah, totally. And I remember you saying like one of your fears was like, you know, it's funny to say now, but it's like being the one that ruined literally or something oh, yes. like that. And now you're like, oh, okay, that, like we're good. That's not a thing. I did it. I didn't ruin it. Yes, exactly. So funny. Okay. So next question is, do you think that it changed coaching doing it on the podcast? Like, you know, did it, did it make you feel like you needed to maybe present things in different ways or hold back in different ways? Or do you think you might have like had a different experience had it not been, you know, like recorded? Um, so I guess one of the benefits I've had is that I've worked with several one-on-one coaches at this point, And I found the sessions to be really similar to a lot of my yeah. coaching sessions. Uh, I 
definitely cried way more when I was in Julia's podcast. <laughs> and I don't know if that's just like the season of life I was Seasons. in or if there's yeah, like yeah. or like there was there was like a little more like oop, but like you know I cry on all the group calls so like why wouldn't I cry when I would but this yeah, feels, yeah. this does feel more intimate I think too than like being yeah. held in a group space so like maybe the only difference that I can think of is I like cried less but I didn't really cry in a ton of my one on one containers like my other one on one containers either um, but otherwise like I think it was pretty comparable to like what I have done or like how I've showed up on on coaching yeah. calls in the past. I think something that we had that benefited this season in a different way, like not necessarily benefited in being better than any other, but just in terms of like what you were going through. I think Mm -hmm. I talked about this maybe on our live stream together, but um, that it came out so much later. Yeah. Right. So like you were pretty much through most of this by Mm -hmm. the time it even aired. I think we had maybe like one session when it aired, Mm -hmm. right? Yep. Um, And you were through like – the toughest parts of your pregnancy and things like that too. Mm-hmm. So I think like that probably uh, made it feel even easier to not let it creep in because it wasn't like you were simultaneously listening and recording. So that's kind of interesting, right? Yeah. For me, like our we recorded session 18 on a Monday and then the that first episode yes, came out on Wednesday. a Wednesday, mm-hmm. which is why I was like, oh, perfect. Now I just have coaching for yes. more mm-hmm. months until we start working one-on-one together. Yes. Totally. Mm. And again, you're using it like that, which is mm-hmm. cool to be able to be like, no, I'm going to actually like use it for that. Mm. Yeah. Why not? Right. These are like all of my most salient lessons over the last six months. And I get to see what is still salient and what I've released and let go of. And obviously mm-hmm. like, yeah, I'm like, why not? Why not take advantage of that? Especially while you're hanging out with baby Bennett. <laughs> yes, totally. So good. Um, all right. So what do you see when you look at what you've accomplished and like how far you've come and what's happened over the last six months? Like what is what is your kind of brain make of that? Mm. Oh, my gosh. I feel like my brain is still processing this. Um, it's funny because I think like we had a really big conversation about this in our final session together, right, of like how I define mm-hmm. success. And I think I'm still mm-hmm. like wrapping my head around like releasing some of that corporate mentality of defining it by results because like if you know like even listening to like what I was hoping to like accomplish this season Mm -hmm. like I didn't accomplish that right like I don't have a full one-on-one practice I haven't hit 10k months Mm -hmm. Um, and yet I still know that like I've come so far in the process Mm -hmm. and that I have built a lot of like really beautiful momentum and that like I do believe all of those things are coming and we're working on, you know, seeing them here in the now, right? Like that's my like thing that I'm working on. Um, And I think one of the fun things for me about getting to re-listen to these episodes is that I'm really going to see what were those intangible wins that I might have missed along the way, which is like Mm -hmm. a unique thing of like having all of your coaching sessions aired. But like if you have the opportunity to record your personal coaching sessions with your coach and actually go back and listen to them, like you can have the same benefit from even if you're not on a podcast, you know, Um, and really seeing value in that too, because I think that's a really beautiful thing. And I like, you know, we won't start working together again until September, which is four months, five months ish from now. Mm -hmm. Um, And so just like having all of that perspective during that, like between now and then also feels like really 
cool. But I will say, like, it's still really hard for me to, like, step back because I still feel so in it since we, like, just recorded our last session together. For sure. I mean, I think what's really important there and, like, the the gift that this literally audience that listened to this season gets is to see that, like, progress doesn't always look exactly how we want it to look. <laughs> Right? Oh, infertility journey lessons too. <laughs> right. Of course. And, and you know, I think that this – obviously, like, we have to have, like, containers and timelines and stuff in terms of, like, coaching and things like that because it's just, like, clean for the relationship in it. But I think, like, what happens is it makes us think that everything we want should happen in six months. And if it doesn't, mm-hmm. something's wrong. <laughs> mm-hmm. Right? And I think we have to think about, like, what what it really means is, like, we've – had this journey over six months and here's what that looks like. And sometimes it looks like that's when someone has a pop moment and sometimes they have it the next round or the round after. And like it it kind of, I mean, it's not that it doesn't matter in the sense that like, obviously that's not what we're aiming for, but it kind of doesn't matter in the sense that like, it doesn't mean that nothing else good transpired. And I think that that's what's so hard with our industry sometimes and definitely with infertility, right? Mm -hmm. Is that it feels like you were saying, like if the thing at the end isn't there, the baby or the 10K month, then everything else is invalidated. Yeah. And so it's just so important not to do that. Yeah, for sure. And then when you like ask that same question and it gets to be bigger than the business, right? Because like Mm -hmm. we're not building these businesses just for the business. We're building them because of the way they impact our lives, right? Mm -hmm. Um, Then I can think about things like the fact that we did get pregnant on this four transfer, right? And like things are going really, really well. And like, I messaged Lacey in Basecamp a couple of days after our last session and got a new client and like, or he recently got a verbal job offer. So like, it's just Mm -hmm. like, things are all coming together. And so it's been really fun too, to see like things sort of wrap, quote unquote, wrapping themselves up at the end of this season, Mm -hmm. right? But just again, in a very different way than I would have like pictured or imagined. But like all of that happened. I mean, like (laughs) the baby didn't happen the last week, but like- all of that happened in, in just a week's time. And so it also shows you like how quickly things can shift and change. And so I think that's been really cool to see too. I'm like, oh, I see a universe. This isn't like how I pictured it, but it is all coming together. And I'm just embracing the path and the journey as always. Yes, totally. I mean, and I think that that's so funny too. Sometimes it's almost like once we feel like at peace with that, it's kind of amazing how those things show up like it's almost like because we were rapping, you were kind of feeling maybe a little bit more at peace. And then it's like Mm -hmm. the client comes in, the offer comes in that like, it's just interesting how all that works. Right. Mm -hmm. Yeah, for sure. And it's like, there's always something to be celebrated, like every step of the way, even Mm -hmm. if it's not the thing that you were hoping to be celebrating. And I know that's something you talk about a lot in your community. And that's something I talk a lot with my clients about and like celebration just leads to more celebration. Totally. So on that note, what is next for you? Like, what are the next things? I mean, you can tell us more about that. You can tell us more about what you're celebrating, but just give us a little rundown. I mean, I think everyone kind of knows maternity leave is next yes. for you too. So I obviously feel free to share that. A but. <laughs> um, what's next for me? Well, I've gotten like a big like creative jolt, even just in this past week. And so it's been yeah. fun to like start to think about like what my next offers are and also like my bigger offer suite. Like I have some dreams about incorporating some human design into my business. And um, 
I like have dreams of like a mastermind for women after infertility and like in that season of like mm-hmm. pregnancy and motherhood. And that feels like a really beautiful continual offering. Speaking of continuing client offerings, such as the yeah. live stream today, that feels like a really beautiful way to continue support my clients in their next chapter and season for as long as that feels good to them. Um, and yeah, the biggest thing is probably getting this baby out mm-hmm. <laughs> and keeping yes. it alive. Um, which I feel a lot more at peace now as like hopefully this job offer gets like wrapped up in a bow. Mm-hmm. We're going to have like health insurance. You know, it's the little things. It's the little totally. things that make a big difference. Mm-hmm. And like not having to move, you know, three weeks before we have a baby. So mm-hmm. um, I think that will keep me plenty, plenty busy. But like more immediately in my business, I'm getting ready to like launch my course, which I created eons ago and have been mm-hmm. using with clients. But I've never formally launched it beyond the like, I'm going to mention this one time in stories and then disappeared off the <laughs> For sure. Like, it's called the ghost launch method. <laughs> Follow Michelle for more tips. <laughs> <laughs> what not to do. Yeah. Well, I think it's really cool, too, to – I mean, how how interesting to have started this season. You know, I think – Right before we started, you had had a failed transfer, right? Mm. Um, yeah, I think two uh, – I'm like math. We started at the end of October. In mid-August was when I left my job and we had our third miscarriage. Yeah. So to kind of move from that into like the answer of what's next for you is maternity leave is kind of incredible to see like even that in terms of how quickly things turn around, right? Mm. Yeah, for sure. When I I think it's a point during one of the sessions we had a conversation about like how a lot of my like focus and energy had been on um, like, you know, my infertility process and kind of like figuring things out there and also like figuring things out of my business. And I, I think I said to you like, I don't know what comes next from here. Like what? Yeah. And so like just to see it coming all together is like really fun too. And again, like, you know, that was maybe a couple of months ago, weeks ago. I don't know. Yeah. I'll, I'll find out <laughs> soon enough. But um, yeah, so it's like giving it time and also being willing to look at it because that was another conversation we had a lot. It was mm-hmm. like, okay, we got to actually like look at the the things that we're avoiding. That's totally. The, that's another lesson, right? Of like, stop avoiding the things. It's actually making everything in your life harder. Mm-hmm. That is a great lesson. Mm-hmm. <laughs> so sometimes it's really fun to avoid the things <laughs> anyway. And avoid that lesson. <laughs> right. But at least there's an awareness, right? Like, it's different when yes. you're avoiding it from awareness versus avoiding it from like, I don't know why everything's so hard. It's like, it's the thing that you're avoiding. A hundred percent. Totally. So good. All right. So what do you think that you'd want everyone to know, like listening to this, you know, like if they had a takeaway from this season or from you, like, what do you think is the most important thing that you'd want them to know? Mm. It can be multiple things. It doesn't have to be one. Gosh, what do I want them to know? I I mean, I think the biggest thing that comes up for me is really just that that lesson of like the parallels, right? Like I think it can be easy to listen and like, 
I mean, if you've made it this far, you've probably found something that resonated, right? Yeah, (laughs) You kept coming back back and listening. But let's pretend there's a human who's listening to this who's like, oh, I just don't relate to any of this or whatever. Like, I really do think that there is something in everything for us. Mm -hmm. Um, And that was like something that I really learned even like in being in a mastermind, for example, of just like listening to other people get coached whose business structures were so different than mine or whose lives were so different than mine or like where they were in their journeys was so different. Mm -hmm. And yet there was always something there from like the, you know, things that seemed like quote unquote so basic. Like, you know, if like you're just starting in your business, you might be like overwhelmed by all the things. Take what resonates, come back, listen again. You're going to find something else that sticks out that second time. Or if you're like 20 times further along than I am, there's still basic foundations to like keep coming back to and solidifying. And so that's the biggest thing that really comes out for me is like Mm -hmm. there is something here for you if you're willing to look for it. And like you could go back and listen to like all the literally episodes of all time all over (laughs) again. And and, like something different would stick out. Yeah. And something mm-hmm. else would resonate. And that's like the coolest thing. Like I think a lot of times, and I'm totally guilty of this, like we move on to like the next shiny thing. I'm like, oh, yeah. mm-hmm. done with that. Like that's not new anymore. But I think sometimes it's actually really nice to come back to things and revisit them. And like maybe there was a literally season when you're like, where you're like, wow, I really felt like this person was like so far ahead of me. But then you like go back and listen to it a year or two later and you're like, yeah. whoa, I'm like where they were. Right. You know, like in that that's like such a cool realization for you. So that's the biggest thing that comes through for me. I love that. That's so good. I think like it's so helpful to have that mindset and in going into everything that you're doing too because it feels like everything benefits you as opposed to mm-hmm. almost like sometimes we can go in very skeptical. <laughs> yeah. Right? And and so I think that that's really beautiful. And I think, you know, another piece that I feel like I already kind of said this, but it feels important to say again here that I think people need to take away from this season is like every business looks different. And just to, like from a really strategic standpoint, even like Michelle's in an industry that there's like three other people <laughs> or something. That's what it feels like something. <laughs> there's maybe 15 of us. Uh, but like, you know, it's so different to have to start a business in a situation like that than to start a business. Like, I, in many ways, lucked out in starting business coaching. And I think many business coaches are lucking out for this reason now, too, in that it was already really well established why someone would hire a business coach. Mm-hmm. And I've really never had to fight that battle the entire time I've had my business. Like, I've definitely had to speak to, like, why me as the coach and stuff like that. But I think like just there are different maturity levels of each industry in terms of like where people are at. And I don't mean maturity as in like that, but I mean like how the industry is evolving and growing, right? Um, And so sometimes when you're doing the thing that no one else is really doing yet, Mm -hmm. the uptick is harder and longer. Mm -hmm. And getting people on board with that is a whole process. And I think like, again, sometimes our industry can be so fucked in the idea that like any business should take three to six months to launch and be perfect. And if it's not, something's wrong. And I just think that that's so, so um, harmful for people to think about it like that. And so I think you just gave us like really good perspective on like, yeah, what does it look like to work with people that have never even heard of coaching maybe are, you know, experiencing a ton of their own challenges, have all of these things going on. Don't, don't, didn't even know like an IVF coach was a thing until they, 
happened upon your <laughs> Instagram right, until I made or whatever. it up, basically. Right. <laughs> Along with you know, the 10 humans. <laughs> right. I think that's just so important. And it's not to say mm-hmm. like it has to be hard for Michelle or anything, but it is just to say like these are why we do these kind of things because different journeys look different. Mm-hmm. And I think just honoring that is really important where um, you know, it can kind of be so easy to feel like it's just supposed to look a certain way. And it's like, it's not really how it works. So I think you you did a beautiful job this season mm-hmm. showing us that like there's no supposed to, there's just different types of businesses, there's different places in business and definitely different places in life. Like you've had a lot of life this season too. Yeah. And there's room for all of it. And I, I really yeah. appreciate mm-hmm. that like reflection too, because I definitely feel and like I I feel like that's something that's been special about like getting to be on literally this season too is like I feel this calling to like pave the path there and be like, mm-hmm. yeah, like we can just like enter spaces that the people don't know what coaching is and like, yep. can we stay in it long enough in a way that feels good, right? For as long as it feels good, right? Like if there was ever a time yep. where I was like, okay, I'm actually ready to exit like the infertility space, which yeah. we even <laughs> visited in a, in a session mm-hmm. of like, are we there? No, we're not there. Um, Like giving myself permission to do that and also like being willing to stay in it in a different way, right? Until yep. my mm-hmm. people are ready and keep speaking the message. And I think something that's really helped me personally too is like, seeing others who entered spaces where people like weren't ready for what they had to yeah. offer and who almost gave up and were like, I don't think people need, like I just, whatever. Right. And then yeah. they stayed in it just long enough. Right. And then people started to get it and, and then, things blew up and it clicked and it, you know, and, and then like even that time became the leaders of those mm-hmm. industries, right. Yeah. Because they're the ones that stayed in it and started. And I think that's really interesting too, where it's like, you know, the, handful of business coaches that are maybe like really big like leaders and stuff in our space like we're probably some of the first to start and that's mm-hmm. why mm-hmm. and everyone was like but, what you know, are they doing <laughs> right we're what looking at all of them 14 years deep or something I mean uh-huh. I, I can't remember but I feel like Marie Forleo or something like that has been in this for like 14 or 15 years yep. at this point yeah right and we're going my business should look like that <laughs> in a year and it's like well and many ways the reason her business looks like that is because she did the thing when nobody else was doing it. And it also took her a much longer startup time to kind yeah. of get there. And again, it doesn't have to follow that path, but I think it's just helpful to see that there are some kind of basic things in business that do take time to catch on. And like, we get to decide that that doesn't have to be wrong. Mm-hmm. Yeah, for sure. And then on the flip side, you're like, wow, like, you know, people like Marie Forleo created that in 10 10- 15 years like that mm-hmm. will also in some ways that will also go by like so slow and in the blink mm-hmm. of an eye and you're yep. like what <laughs> so yeah yeah 100 percent. and I think you know again that's why we do things like this because we need this context and perspective and we need to know that like yeah everyone and their mom isn't having a million dollar month in mm-hmm. <laughs> 2.5 seconds because that's what it feels like online sometimes. And I think just hearing like the reality of it is so useful. So, so grateful to you for being willing to show people that. Mm. Oh yeah, for sure. I'm like, if you need permission to have consistent clients and then go to crickets for a little bit, yeah. <laughs> I'm your girl. <laughs> <laughs> right. And I'm listen, like, like that's a, that, that happens mm-hmm. sometimes. And so being willing to have that out there is really important because if not, mm-hmm. then whoever else that's happening for is like, well, I'm 
there's something very wrong with me. And you're yeah. like, no, that's not it. Mm. Yeah, for sure. Or even things like I was thinking about how like right now my longest container is only three months, right? So mm-hmm. like someone gets in working with me, like it might be however long before the next person's ready to like come off. And obviously that's why the momentum and the pipeline piece are so important, which you helped mm-hmm. show me because um, that's what, you know, creates enough momentum where you start to see like more clients converting at like mm-hmm, the different mm-hmm. times or whatever. But obviously in the beginning, it makes sense. Like I'm not holding these humans for six months or a year. It's a pretty right. short mm-hmm. time frame. So like, of course, like in the beginning, it's not going to feel sold out. It's going to feel like client here, client there, Comes client goes. here. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Right. But eventually it will be that. Absolutely. So good. All right. So tell everyone how they can find you, how they can support you, how they can cheer you on, how they can work with you. Give us all the details. Well, you can still find me on Lacey's live streams every Monday. Yes. <laughs> 1 p.m. Eastern. 1 p.m. Eastern. Exactly. <laughs> but in my corner of the internet, you can come join the Thrivef fam over on Instagram. That's T-H-R-I-V-F, right? We're very into like the Thrive through IVF. Um, and I will say too, like, Feel free to come join the Thrive EF fam, whether you are personally struggling with mm-hmm. infertility or if you know someone who's struggling or if you're not connected to any of those humans because chances are someone in your life is struggling and you might not know about it. Here's another reason why I think they should follow you, just oh. to add context. Because I'm so because, cute, Lacey. That's why. she's adorable. <laughs> no. Um, I mean, yes, you are, but that wasn't my reason. That can be reason number two. But um, – Because very much like you said so many times this season, the principles you're teaching aren't that different. Yeah. And actually, sometimes it's really helpful to hear a principle like that explained in a totally different context. Mm -hmm. So say you're not struggling with infertility, but you read one of Michelle's posts and you're like, well, fuck. Now I get what people mean about that in business. But your brain let it in through that context because that was not a charged situation for you or whatever because that wasn't your experience. So that could also be like a really helpful reason to follow because I think that sometimes when we can see those parallels with something that isn't as intense for us, it's kind of amazing how our brains can integrate it faster. Oh, yeah, for sure. And I like two things on that. One, the example you gave me last week when we were talking about uh, (laughs) letting the clients be here now, right? Like, the example with my relationship with Ori, how I wasn't like, yeah. but my husband is coming someday and for now we get to date and that's like beautiful. Like that really helps it click for me. And also yeah. I have a, a VA that's a former student and she listens to my love notes that I record every week. And, you know, she listens because she's looking for like a clip that she wants to share. And she's like not even married, not trying to have kids right now. And every week she's like, these just like, They've helped me through moves and through, like, other things that were going on. <laughs> yes. They just really resonate with her. And so when she picks a clip, it's always the clip that resonates with her most deeply. And it's, like, happens to be a great clip that resonates with all the humans. Because it's, like, I don't know. I think the universe really operates yeah. this way of, like, sharing universal messages. And it just shares it through each of our, like, different lenses. So I really appreciate Absolutely. you that because I've had other friends who, again, not in the space were, like, I just love your posts. They like really resonate or like I really understand like, you know, like it really translated to this thing for me or like it just made sense or it clicked or I could, you know, relate. So. A hundred percent. So good. Yeah. Okay. So they can follow you on Instagram there. They can find you on my live stream. That's your website. My website is thrivethroughivf.com. Um, and of course, if you want like fam spam, because I try to keep my like 
spam spam and in infertility stuff separate while inviting humans to both, you can find me on my personal Instagram, which is M-I-C-H Streeter. <laughs> I always feel like I have to spell them all because no one understands. It's S-T-R-E-E-T-E-R, -E -E like street with a T. Yep. So follow me so on those because it's very, very different content. <laughs> Beautiful. Well, thank you, Michelle. We are so, so grateful oh, to you. I think you, you gave such me. a beautiful season and, and touched so many important points. And I know it's going to impact people in such a big way. So thank you for being thank you me. and for being here. Love you. Love you guys for listening. Send Michelle some love. And once I get myself in check <laughs> back to life after maternity leave, we will have to try to do um, an update and an update with everyone else from past seasons too. That this is Michelle's uh, yes, vision. So we will bring it together. Yes. <laughs> All right. Bye guys. Thank you for listening to Literally. I would love to hear your thoughts on the podcast. So please leave us a review. Each month, I'll be picking reviewers to give a free session of their own to as a thank you. And remember, sharing is caring. If you know someone who'd benefit from this podcast on their own entrepreneurial journey, please share it with them. What I know we need more of in this world is women living let up lives and running businesses they love and are beautifully compensated for. If you want to hear more stories of women who have gotten killer results in their business, plus the mindset, strategy, and execution that got them there, download my free case study series, The Client Files. You'll read about several women's unique journeys to success and exactly how they did it. Plus, you'll be inspired to find the path that fits you. Just go to alituplife.com forward slash clients to sign up.